and welcome to our third episode of No Game Plan Podcast. I almost forgot the name there. Well, it's only taking you three weeks to forget the name. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome. This is the podcast where we round up the week's events and have a little chat about it. We both see different things. We follow different social media accounts and different news outlets, and then we share with you guys as well. Yeah, what did you call me earlier? Bubblegum. Yeah, you, you like a bubblegum world. <laughs> yeah, I like a bitter salt and vinegar world, whatever yeah, you want to like call it. Yeah, like dark chocolate. I don't like chocolate. No, like the bitter stuff, like the 90%. Still chocolate. (laughs) Anyway, so let's move on to weekly topics where we both choose a couple of topics to talk about. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. I went first last week. Wow, chivalrous. Right, well, talking about bubblegum and fluffy, I wanted to talk about the Topshop boycott. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah, of course. He's a pig. He is a pig. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can't believe... I'm actually embarrassed that I didn't realize that this was a thing until this came out in the House of Commons. Yeah, I have no idea as well until it got really publicized this week. Yeah. Well, the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I I don't buy a lot of clothes, but every now and then I would buy from Topman. Well, I read an article that I really enjoyed this week in The Independent, and it talked about how there's absolutely no excuse now, but people should have boycotted before. He's been accused of some horrific things, and then he's been accused of doubling over on that and trying to hide them. Yeah, yeah, he said it wasn't his fault, but then it ended up being true. Yeah. People are not going to boycott because they like the clothes. I think they will this time. It feels different. People started to rally against him when he shut down that pop-up store in his Oxford Street store. He shut that down because there was links to the woman who was running it that he wasn't happy with. He's a bit of a dictator right? by the sounds of it. But in this case, people were starting to go, hang on, this seems to be targeted a lot at women. And you have a brand that's meant to support young women, yet you're archaic in your views. And some of the things, have you read some of the things he was accused of doing? No. Like what, pinching what? women's backsides in corridors where people weren't there. He's been accused of racism, not given any opportunities to people or women of colour. And he's just a pig. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't think anything's going to happen. Really? I think there's thousands and thousands of these examples and nothing's going to happen. Well, maybe, maybe he's the first one, but nothing's going to happen until a big, big, big public figure falls down. Do you not think he's big enough, though? Because it's not Yeah, just... no, I'm not saying he's not big enough. I'm saying he might get away with it. You know, Harvey Weinstein was bigger or, or as big, and then he, nothing has happened. I mean, the only one that kind of came down was Bill Cosby. But that's one out in hundreds and thousands. Yeah, uh, the favor's still not on the side of women, is it? No, I mean, it is changing. At least you're hearing about it. But action needs to be taken. And I think it's going to take a while because these people have too much power. Do you think that they should still be allowed super injunctions and injunctions? And if you've got enough money, you should be able to pay to have people stop talking. No, but that's never going to stop. But that shouldn't be within our laws. Yeah, but you can do it without the law noticing. You can just contact the person directly and be like, listen, if you stop talking, we'll give you half a million pounds. And some people just take the money. Bribery, isn't it? It is. It's literally that. In the spirit of pigs and horrible uh, men in the world, have you heard about the new president of Brazil? Only little bits from you, but I don't know anything really. Well, there were elections in Brazil, and uh, the guy that won is this guy called Jair Bolsonaro. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, 
but he's just, well, they're calling it the Trump of the tropics. Really? Yeah, that's not a comparison that you would take lightly. Mm, and that's not a name you want. No, of course not. Great alliteration, but not a name that you want, right? Imagine. I know. I've got a cartoon version of Trump in the tropics in my mind. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Like Trump sunbathing in the tropics or something like bah. that. Anyway, but this guy's horrible. I mean, everyone should be allowed an opinion and have conservative views or liberal views. Yeah. But this guy's too far. I'll tell you three of the worst things that he said. Oh, no. Okay. So he said to a law attorney that was against him, oh, don't worry, I would never uh, rape you. You're not worth it. Like, you're not worthy of me wow. raping you. This is one. Stop. This guy's... A, if you said that anywhere, of any level, you should be reprimanded. Never mind given presidency. He said, if any of my sons came out gay, I'd rather them be dead. Oh, I want to cry. What's wrong with this man? Well, what's wrong with the world? And the other one, he said, oh, nothing's going to happen in these communities. By these communities, he referred to black communities because they're just stupid and they can't do anything right. So he's a racist, homophobe and sexist. Like, oh, I hate him. Oh, really? Like, I've got goosebumps. That really upset me. Well, he's won the election and he's now in charge of a country of, say, 200 million people. How? Sorry, I forgot one little detail. He's also a climate change denier. So he, oh, of course he is. Yeah, of course. So, so that's going to help the planet globally, right? In a country that has the Amazon rainforest. Exactly. Oh, fantastic. Exactly. And it's all because of nationalistic values. We've touched about it a little bit in this uh, podcast in the past few episodes. But oh, it's, I feel like I've got a pain in my heart. Sorry, keep going. No, it's fine. But it's, it's, it seems to be a recurring thing Why? that these type of people are getting to power. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't think that Brazil was that conservative. I don't think like everyone subscribes to these horrible things he says. It's more of a nationalistic pride. You know, mm. he used the same tactics that Trump did in his presidency campaign, promising getting job backs to the Brazilians and kicking out all the foreigners and just that nationalistic pride of I'm going to make this country. Yeah, great again. Or whatever. I don't want to quote the the orange. Uh, yeah. And we can't just we can't just point the finger at Brazil and America like you got Turkey and the Philippines as well it's a recurring thing in the world which is quite worrying but I thought we've we've had this debate many a times I know it's a little bit deep but I inherently think that humans are good but you don't I don't think so I think we can learn to be good I think it's all it's a lot of nurture but our nature is to want more and more and more especially when you get a taste of power and you see that you can get away with things. I think that becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's why these individuals, I mean, they can get in trouble. And we hope that when they do wrong, they will get in trouble. But they've got away with so many things before this that they just think like, I don't care. I can, I can get away with this. Last time I did it, nothing happened to me. So I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Well, my view is that people are going to see this and see how far it's gotten. It's going to do a U-turn and the pendulum swing is going to have to move back. Maybe too far left, it has to swing back eventually. It can't stay right-wing in the world for that long. Like we can't have this many countries. I don't like calling it left-wing or right-wing because this is not right-wing. You know, like there's certain policies about right-wing and conservative that are not bad. The, the word right-wing doesn't need to be this association with people like Trump or this guy Jair. These guys are... It's polarized right, though. Like too far. These guys are just nut jobs. Yeah, these guys shouldn't be allowed to run countries. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you do think there would be sanctions in the way before somebody that extreme got that far. It doesn't matter because then you pick sides. It doesn't matter if it's left wing or right wing. I just think 
humanly, these people are just saying horrible, horrible things. It doesn't yeah. matter which political party you belong to. Mm. You shouldn't be allowed to say those types Some of things. Some of them are criminal, yeah. Yeah. I just think that humans know to protect each other. By nature, we know that we're stronger as a pack, that we're weaker outside alone. So I think, oh, it's going to swing back to bloody nice. Yeah, let's hope you're right. Anyway, I've got a nicer topic. A light and fluffy I one. I think we need something like a that. A bubblegum yeah. one. We had... He's going to roll his eyes as soon as he hears this. We had a debate in our house yesterday. I don't know where this is going. About a dressing gown. Oh my God. <laughs> and I want to know, am I the only person... We're talking about politics, sexual abuse and dressing gowns. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. I don't know if it's a British thing. I don't know if I'm just way too old before my time but i am never happier than if i am in a good fluffy long hooded dressing gown which is fine that wasn't the argument you know you're not painting the full picture i'll explain for our listeners go for it so my wife has a dressing gown describe it it's a dressing gown with a hood uh-huh. and and like a little thing that you tie so you can close it and then that's it no you're missing a key factor it's, it's, it's fluffy and it's pink but it's rather old sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't want you to say that well uh, yeah it's old and it's short it only goes up to my butt by short you mean like a coat length yeah it's a jacket length exactly like a jacket length okay it's not a dressing gown length. and you decided to buy a second dressing gown <laughs> that goes all the way to ankles your ankles yes. yeah and that's necessary because warm legs <laughs> i don't get it it'll i don't be, get it it'll be like walking around with a blanket on yeah. I think there's two people in the world. There's dressing gown wearers. And insane people. And the grumps who don't need a little bit of fluff in their life. Because we're fluffy enough. <laughs> we're warm, fluffy enough. I'll have you know I'm fluffy enough. I'm fluffy enough. Oh, you know what else I've noticed? What's that? I, it's just getting really freaking cold, man. <laughs> really cool i was not expecting you to say that well it's just we were walking here to the studio to record this podcast and i'm freezing yeah look at me right now i know you have like a little blanket and we're like in this heated environment i just think the weather went a bit crazy it kind of went like oh you had a great summer let's elongate the summer for a bit oh you can have like six hours of autumn and then boom straight to winter (laughs) yeah we literally had a week where it was nice and sunny. There was like a slight chill in the air, but nothing really. Yeah, leaves started to fall. A little bit. And then it was like, bam. We like went asleep one Saturday night or Sunday night and woke up Monday like, boom, it's late autumn. Yeah, it's the first year since we've been living together that I broke my rule, my personal rule of not putting the heat in until November. I basically have married the heating version of my father because... I basically gone from one house when I was younger, where my dad would be a dictator over the thermostat and the heating rules, to exactly the same with my husband. Well, I just think heating shouldn't be on till November. From November till February, maybe mid March if it's too cold, that's when the heating should go. That on. made sense when global warming wasn't messing with the planet. I know. That's why I broke my rule. I put my hands up and then I put the heating on in October this year. Yeah. Because it was too cold. Did you see that thing that went viral? The dad that made rules and he stuck them on the thermometer of no. the heater. Oh, it's brilliant. It's like a flow chart and it says, do you have a jumper on? Yes. You move to the next one. No. It says, 
put a, a jumper, put a jumper on. on. Got it. The next one is, are there any windows or doors open? Yes, go close them. No, keep going. And it goes all the way through these list of things. You expect, like the last one is, okay, you can put the heating on. They're like, wait until December. <laughs> December? That's yeah, a bit that's intense. Sick. Yeah, no, I think it got really cold really quick. And I think it's just the beginning. I think we're going to have a pretty long and cold winter. So just guys get prepared. Sure, for a change. Now on to album of the week with my music snob husband. Are you going to say this every time? <laughs> Hello, this is the music snob. <laughs> Sorry, I do love you, but you are. I'm not a music snob. Did you listen to the album that I recommended last week? Uh-huh. No, you didn't. And that was for you. Parcels by parcels. Exactly. Parcels by parcels. That was a great, dancey, happy album. Yeah, no, I listened to it. You did not. Anyway, this week I bring one that is kind of in the middle. It's not too difficult to listen to and it's not super easy and fluffy. When you mean in the middle, it's more your taste that I can tolerate. Exactly. Everyone can tolerate. It's not tolerate. Enjoy. Enjoy. You'll definitely enjoy this I'll album. I'll definitely enjoy it. I'm being rude. Uh, but I'm going back. This is this is an old album. It was released in 2001. Right. So the album's called 10,000 Hertz Legend by the French band called Air. Have you ever listened to them? No. Like air is in the air to the throne. No, air as in like the air we breathe. Ah. Yeah, just A-I-R. You never listen to them? No. It's uh, electronic music, but not electronic like you would like dance in a club. <laughs> nope. Not dubstep, not dubstep, not techno, nothing heavy. Oh. It's, it's kind of like down tempo, chill out music. It's electronic. Uh, some people call it dream pop or, you know, down tempo electronic dream music. Dream pop? That yeah. sounds right up my alley. There you go. It's their second album, but it's just so nice. The songs are like long and cinematic. Uh, one of my favorites is called Electronic Performers. I think one of the songs, uh, Beck lends his vocals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool album. If you come from work tired and you just need something to take your mind off and take you on a journey and just like feel chilled about it. Uh, it's super cool. Super nice. Put some candles on. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. Nice. What band would you say they sound most like? Oh, that's so hard to say. Well, they're their own band. Yeah, they're their own sound. They were... It's French electronic music, but it's not Daft Punk. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. You'll have to give it a listen this time. I will. This time. I'll quiz you on electronic performers next week. How many band members are there? Two. It's only two guys. And they have apparently a very nice studio in France, but uh, I've never been. Mm. So yeah, the album's called 10,000 Hertz Legend from the band Air. What's 10,000 Hertz? That's like... Hertz is how you measure sound. Exactly. It measures the cycles. In theory, humans can listen from a spec from 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Huh. So this is bang in the middle, 10,000 hertz. Legend. That's the name of the album. Oh, okay. There you go. Some chilled electronic music for when you're cooking. Nice. Also, this isn't. This is nowhere near as cool. I downloaded a Spotify playlist called uh, French Chill, and it is really cool to cook too. Can you give us a bit more information about French Chill? I don't know. Anything of what they're saying. I don't know any of the names of the bands or the songs, but it's vibey. Vibey. Who are you? <laughs> Some 22-year-old A&R from Shoreditch? <laughs> hey, man, come listen to my band. It's vibey. <laughs> That's about as much input as you get from me. Hey, I downloaded a playlist. to our segment where we talk about things we've watched this week either movies or tv i watched the chilling adventures of sabrina the teenage witch and he's already laughing because it was rated 15 
And there was one episode that I had to switch off and go to bed and not watch until it was light in the morning. This is a 28-year-old woman afraid of a TV show. It was, it was so scary. It's like it says in the title. It was chilling. I wasn't like petrified. I could go to sleep and not have nightmares, but... Well, you know, if it's chilling, maybe that dressing gown is going to help you go through it. Oh, such a dad joke. It's true, though. You're laughing far too much at your own joke. Well, it's just, are you really afraid of Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Like, what's so scary about the show? There's witches. There's demons. Oh, really? Didn't get that from the title. <laughs> there's witches. I thought it was a cooking show there's for demons. some... Oh, there was like this um, like resurrected zombie thing that came back in the first episode. It's really creepy. It's very well done compared to the 90s, noughties I remember show. that one. I remember, yeah. With, yeah, every girl our age watched. With Salem the Cat? Salem. Oh, sorry. Habla español. We researched this. Salem the Cat. And you know that it's Salem. Salem, Salem, Salem. The black cat. Let's just call it the black cat. And the two aunties. But yeah, what the, the, the original wasn't scary at all. It no, was a kid. It, was, it was on Nickelodeon, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't remember which channel it was, but it was, it was super innocent and stuff like that. I read an interview with the actresses of the auntie and what's her name, Melissa thingy that was Serena in that one. And they said how they really like the new show, but how they never would have been allowed to make anything as scary as that. I still don't think it's scary. <sighs> I've been walking in the living room when you're watching it and it just looks, do you remember Charmed? Remember that show? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like that. It's a way scarier version, but you are... It literally looks like that. The comparison's good, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and a mixture of Charmed and Buffy. So not scary. Yes, scary. Not scary. Okay, not scary. Jumpy. It's jumpy. Chilling. Chilling with my dressing gown. The other thing I would recommend you to watch is Adam Sandler, 100% Fresh. I must admit, the only time I've ever watched Adam Sandler is when my brother was a teenage boy and we used to have to watch his like really half funny films. They're always a bit meh. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a few good ones. Yeah, you have to wait a while till it's good, but then this Netflix show, even you admitted that some of the silly little songs that he comes up with, they are funny. Yeah, I'm not a super fan of his comedy, but this show that you showed me is pretty funny. Because it's all very music related, right? So it's yeah. all like he's singing tunes to explain you know, mundane things. Arguments with his wife or like him taking his kids to school and then something funny happens. Yeah. The only thing I would say about him is he does too much of the penis fart jokes. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And it gets a bit boring he's for me. He's a bit teenage, isn't he? In his approach to humor. There's some really good bits though, but uh, yeah, so at some point I just go like, okay. The bit, the song about his wife and him is the story of our life. <laughs> yeah. The thing I've been watching this week is a six part documentary called Wild Wild Country. Ooh, okay. I think I see the advert. Yeah, a friend recommended it to me, but it's not what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised. Right, why? Just because of the name Wild Wild Country, I assume it was going to be something from the Wild Wild West or something like yeah. that. Well, it's about a cult that moved from India, a cult that they were just preaching about love and like meditation and stuff like that at the beginning. And then it grew so much, so much, so much that they found a little town in Oregon, America. Imagine a very small town where everyone keeps up to themselves. And then all of a sudden, this unknown person buys acres and acres of land. And they're like, who's this guy that bought this like massive ranch next to us? And then all of a sudden, 15,000 people 
with like reddish orange robes start walking into town and then just take over the town. I mean, they, they were trying to make a small city where they could practice their beliefs, their religion. It's kind of like creepy in a way because it's... Uh, Just, they just arrived to a town where nothing happened and then they make it their own. Is it still there? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And the guy that uh the guy that like ran the commune is this guy called Osho. Can we just say you say commune really weird. Commune? You put the accent in a weird spot. Why do you say it commune? Well it's commune, I don't know. I've never heard you say that word. I'm so, I'm not mocking it. Say it again. Commune. Commune. Maybe because I'm linking it to communal spaces. Communal. Yeah, but commune. All right, commune. Soz. That was me being rude. Yep. You could correct all my Spanish. Well, the non-existent one. <laughs> Fair enough. Touche. Touche. Continue, Monser. Monserie. Monser. Oh, sorry. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> What's their beliefs? They believe in like a god, or they like Scientology. I think they're a little bit like Scientology. A Buddhist. No, I'm not sure if it's attached to any religion. Yeah, it's a good show. Just watch it. Now on to our last segment called Study Bed at the End. Cool. Have you prepared anything for this part? Of course. Go for it. Would you rather? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've prepared a couple of games. Actually, you get a choice first. Which game do you want to play? Woo-woo. We got 20 questions, or in other words, who am I? Where you've got 20 questions to come up with the yes, answer. Yes, the character. Or what would you have for your last meal? Why don't we do both? Okay, all right. Which one do you want to start with? 20 questions. Are, okay. are you picking the character? I've got one in my head. Okay, go on. Okay, you've got 20 questions and I can only answer yes or yes no. Yes or no. Okay, go. Okay, are you alive? Yes. Are you a woman? Yes. Are you in the showbiz industry? No. Oh, that had a tone to it. Yes or no? No. You're not in the showbiz industry? No. Okay, so that's three questions, huh? Are you counting the questions? No, I'll count the questions. <laughs> uh... Are you in politics? No. Another one with a tone. No. No. You're now <laughs> in the showbiz industry and now in politics. <laughs> hmm. You're, you're not in politics. No. You're not in the showbiz industry. No. Do I know this person? Like, personally, have I ever met no. her? How many questions am I on? Five. Five. Cinco. Cinco. Oh, yeah. So Spanish, <laughs> finally. Is she British? Yes. Okay. Ah. That narrows it down a little bit. <laughs> is she royalty? Yes. Is she the queen? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. You got there on eight. <laughs> I knew. Can I you knew. see why I went no yeah. for those two yeah. now? Uh, I was saying some, yeah, a little bit of politics, but not really. Yeah, that was a, a little g- bit showbiz. I think I was rather kind. Yeah, no, 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 you, uh, were, you were good. And I, I think you were going for the queen. Her Majesty we, the Queen, Betty. I'd love to be the queen. Okay, got it. Are you male? Yes. Are you over 50? No. Are you British? Yes. Ooh. Are you a singer? No. Are you on TV? Yes. Are you a presenter on TV? No. Ooh. No. No. A presenter. No, that's not my main thing. That's no. not your main thing. No. I forgot what I asked. <laughs> are you are you a musician? No. That was musician, not magician. Are you... I'll give you a free one. I'm also not a magician. <laughs> Are you... Do I know you? Like, have I met this person? In real life? Yeah. No. No. In real life? Have I spoken to them on Skype? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, you've never had contact IRL. with this person. Okay. Yeah. 
Is this person known worldwide? As in outside of Britain? Outside of Britain, yes. Everywhere, probably no. Ooh, Not okay. in Mexico, I don't assume. Is this person on like a panel show? Yes. Is this person a comedian? Yes. Is this person... Oh, is this person under the age of 30? I don't know. But Ooh. around that age. Is this person James A. Caster? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got there in the I was going to say Bob Mortimer. No, because I said under 50. Oh. But yeah, James A. Caster. Yeah. yeah. I've been obsessed with him lately. He's so funny. We've loved Taskmaster. I'm really sad it's about to finish. Yeah. And, and his Netflix special is just killer. Yeah. If you're ever in a bad mood, tip for anyone out there, if you're ever in a bad mood, just Google the best of... Or me. just go on Netflix. It's called Repertoire, no? Yeah. Oh, it's so, really good. so good. But He's, even if you've seen all of that, just YouTube the best of James Acaster. I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. Yeah. I think he's just breaking and he's going to get real, real funny in the next five years. Better. If you were on death row, well, people don't like death row. If you were... Yeah, fine. Death row. What would your perfect meal be? Three courses. Three courses and a drink. Three courses and a drink. Mm-hmm. Start. This is not like I'm going to eat this forever, like for the rest of my no, days. It's this just, is just... It's just like if I could make you a birthday meal, but all of it would include your favorite food and it would be the best meal of your life. Right. What would it be? Wrong time to ask because I'm really hungry. <laughs> so <laughs> this is going to be very heartbreaking for me because I'm not going to get any of this. So three courses. As yeah. a starter, I would get... Ah, uh, ceviche. Really? Yeah. I would have thought you said something cheesy. No, I think I'll pick that with my main, but I'll get to there in a second. What type of ceviche? Mexican or the Peruvian no. one? Mexican. I know the Peruvian's probably better, Yeah. but I have, you know, nostalgia of like Mexican ceviche. Just fish ceviche, really fresh, prepared on the table. And a tostada? And a tostada, oh, yeah, yum. with a few of them. For people that don't know what a tostada is, just like a crispy cracker. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's like a poppadom, but crispier. Yeah, a little bit harder. Yeah. Like it holds more, you can put stuff on it and it won't break. Mm. Salsa or no salsa? Well, yeah, there's always salsas in the table. <laughs> Come on, that's a given. Just in case you want to add a little bit more flavor. Okay. But it would be spicy to start with. You don't right. have to add anything. A little bit, not, not too crazy, so it doesn't ruin your meal. Mm. As a main, like a steak... With, with like a little side of, of beans and, and, and rice and a quesadilla. Right. Does that count as a main? That That is a main. No, that's like what we had the other night. It's like steak tacos. No, this I want like a big steak. Oh, you mean like a steak you would have with steak and chips? Yeah. Oh, I guess they could be your sides. Exactly. Right, yeah. I'm with you. I'll allow it. Or or I'll swap the dessert for sides because I don't like sweet stuff. No, 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 no. You still got to have a dessert. Okay. Remember, this is the best meal you could have in your whole life. Okay. So the main would be a steak with a quesadilla and then some rice and beans. Okay. Right. And then what would you have for your dessert? Because I know you're not a dessert man, but what would you have? If but you does it have to be sweet? No. can be savory. Of course. So I can have another steak. <laughs> no. No, I'm not going to have another it steak. It would be something people would have for an after meal. Eat. No, I would definitely have, can it be a drink? No, you have a drink separate. We can have two drinks. No? Okay. Well, then I would have cheese. Like a cheese platter. Yeah, cheese platter. And my drink would be... Whiskey. No, because it's, it's with a meal. <gasps> I thought you'd say whiskey. Well, that was my dessert. That's what I wanted for a oh, dessert. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll have beer. Beer throughout. Yeah, beer throughout the meal. And then... Can I give you cheese and whiskey at the end? Well, if you're feeling generous, the yes. The best meal of your life. Yeah, of course. So a drink of whiskey and of cheese platter for yeah. your dessert. Because you're not getting any, to be honest, you're not getting anything special. So it could be like the extra treat. Cool. What about you? 
I would have. Oh, that's hot. Oh, no. Chocolate starter, chocolate main, chocolate dessert. <laughs> Are you calling me fat? No, I'm just calling you a chocolate <laughs> addict. No, for my starter, I've always been obsessed with duck yozas from Wagamamas. I know it's probably blasphemy to anyone that actually makes proper yozas. But, oh my goodness, the plum sauce. Like, I could drink it. Gross. It's amazing. It's amazing. I could have a cup of it. They're good. They're tasty. They're like fried. They're not the soft squidgy ones. Yeah. Then it sounds very boring, but it's super nostalgic. I would have my mom's Christmas dinner and it would have to be cooked by my mom, the Sunday roast. And she knows that I don't really like turkey. So instead I would have like chicken. That's a good choice. Yeah. Like the chicken that she cooks with the bacon on top. So it's all red and crispy. So good. I mean, I've had it before, so I can vouch that this is a really good choice. She doesn't make a plateful. She makes a mountain of food. And like, what, what, what vegetables? What all trimmings? the trimmings. You're not a fan of Brussels sprouts. I was just about to say soggy Brussels sprouts. Right. Just, just the soggy ones. And I only have two. I have... I have what sauce? All of them. Mint sauce, apple what? sauce. That's, that has to be Cranberry wrong. sauce. You have to pick just one. Otherwise, too many flavors. Not with Linda's. Cranberry and mint together. And gravy. What are you? No, you spread them around as a technique. You spread it around your plate in like a triangle in different points. And then you put the gravy all over everywhere. So that the cranberry kind of mixes with the carrot. Mm-hmm. The mint sauce kind of goes all over the mashed potato. Yeah. And the apple sauce kind of goes with the roast potatoes. This is some deep shit, huh? So like a physics, like you need a degree to... But you also need gravy in and around the Yorkshire pudding. In and around. Listen, people, in and around. The and York- it has to be a soggy. My mom takes my uh, Yorkshire puddings out of the thing two minutes early because mm. I prefer my soggy, whereas my dad and my brother prefer them crispy. I prefer crispy. Do you actually? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, because no. cause you're going to add sauce and it's going to make it a little bit softer. Yeah, I just don't like the crispy bit around the side. Oh, it's great. The only thing I don't eat that she puts out and I could do without is turnip. They're nice. I'm not a turnip fan. You're right. They're not the most exciting. Yeah. It, with loads of gravy, I can eat it, but I'm a bit... Eh. Right. And horseradish sauce. I don't... I've never understood. It's a bit intense. And then for my pudding... My dessert, I'd just have all of them. No, no, no. You have to pick one. You can't pick all of them. I want all of them. No, you have it's to like pick one. Like a platter one. of everything. Nope. No chance. That's cheating. Okay, I'd have I'd have a stacked, massive chocolate fudge cake with caramel running through it and pouri cream. And a side of diabetes. <laughs> and and a side of a shot of Nutella. <laughs> no, you get that's too much. You're cheating. I give you so much. Yeah, but you're being generous. I'm this not generous. The, this is a Best meal of my whole life. Yeah, but I'm I'm the police here. No. You can't have the shot of Nutella. You can have the cake with all the things, but yeah. I can't have Nutella on the side. Well, that's an extra dessert. That's cheating. What about if I wanted like a Nutella milkshake? That's your drink. Oh, but that would be super gross with a Sunday roast. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh-uh. Maybe pick your drink first and then that'll, that'll help you decide on your dessert. This is tricky because I'm a Diet Coke fan, but I'd really like a glass of sweet, not dry... White wine. Right, so a really nice white wine. Yeah. Any particular type? Pinot Grigio. A Pinot Grigio <laughs> from the Geordie, a Pinot Grigio. Well, you mug me, you mug my English, huh? Didn't True, you? you can mug Geordie all you like. No, a glass is too little. We'll give you, we'll give you a carafe, like a little container with 500 ml. That Spanish thing where it's like a bit more than a glass. Exactly. So yeah, you're going to have, have a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Or the bottle, we'll leave you the but bottle. But I'm a wimp, I need, I need a glass of tap water too. You're allowed to. You're okay. allowed to have water. Hydration. And then your dessert the is just a cake. Oh, not just a cake. It would have to be delicious. The sponge. It can be a Nutella cake. 
Is that such a thing? Yeah, that's what you could get. Yeah, but specifically, the sponge should not be dry. Okay. It should be sticky. Okay, fair enough. Sounds like a good meal. Right, that's it from us this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And of course, you know where to follow us. You can write to us at nogameplan.podcast at gmail.com. You can get us on Instagram. On nogameplan.podcast. And also on Twitter at notgameplan underscore pod, P-O-D. Okay, we'll see you next week. Please subscribe and uh, yeah, just share whatever comments you have, whatever thoughts. If you have any questions about us, about what we do, and yeah, just keep Is in there touch. Anything you'd like to hear us talk about? Yeah, keep close and keep communicating. Okay. Toodles. Adios. Are you gonna put your dressing gown now? I wish. Fluffy, hooded, long dressing gown. <laughs>